Hey guys, last year was a wild year for censorship for hunters and anglers. We've partnered with the social media platform Go Wild to combat mainstream social media censorship. Go Wild was built by outdoorsmen and women just like you. Go Wild is a free social community. Not only are your photos not censored, they're encouraged on Go Wild. Go Wild gives you points for things like sharing your trophies, gear reviews, and inviting friends. As you're important to you, unlock reward, awesome rewards too, such as gift cards, free swags, knives, huge discounts on brands like Garmin, Vortex, and so much more. Oh, and if you're creating a free account, you unlock $10 just for trying it. Visit and download GoWild.com to get started. Use the promo code BRB for an additional 10% off your order. Thanks, guys. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Blue River Bow Hunting, episode 27. Uh, I have a really cool guest on, unique guest that I've mm-hmm. not really had on before yet, but uh, Adrian Jessen from Review This Thing on YouTube. How's it going? Hey, doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. I, I appreciate your time coming on, and we'll we'll talk some hunting and uh, talk a little bit of uh, turkey gear to go along with it. Yeah, that'd be perfect. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Hell yeah. Um, well, um, introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, like you said, my name is Adrian. I, um, live in North Carolina. So, um, getting ready two weeks for turkey season. Very excited. Can't wait. Um, started the YouTube channel, review this thing a couple of years ago and I've just really kind of jumped in and, um, tried to do the best we can of helping people figure out the, the the best products or maybe even just figure out if that specific thing is what they want or not want, but we've just been having a really good time with it and uh, are, are having fun. Yeah. I mean, when that's the first thing I do, you know, if, if there's something that I'm, I'm looking to buy or maybe just check out, that's what I do. I YouTube yeah. it, you know, reviews yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's cool. Um, how exactly did you, that all start for you? Uh, so I was trying to remember what the product was. So, Back like two years ago, we, my husband and I were trying to buy something. I, for some reason, I want to think it was a certain kind of scope or something. But we just kept, you know, watching reviews and reviews. And I, we watched like 10 or 15. And like, they, this one would be missing this. And this one, you know, like, you never could find everything you wanted to know in the same video. And I just got, we were like, this is terrible. You know, <laughs> I don't want to watch all these videos. And so uh, we were actually hiking one day. We were on vacation. And we're just talking. And we're like, you know what? We should start a channel. And we can call it, like, review this thing, and then we can review whatever we want, and, you know, and, and we'll make sure that the reviews have everything in it, so you only have to watch one review, it'll be like 10 minutes long, and that's the only 10 minutes you have to spend. So, kind of started there, uh, that was in 2019, and um, just kind of was one of those things that was on the to-do list, and then uh, 2020, um, you know, like, we travel quite a bit in general, just to you know just because and so 2020 we obviously didn't travel near as much so we were home a lot and i was like you know what it's time to do it let's let's do it yeah same thing kind of happened with me you know uh me and uh, my wife were big race fans we'd Mm. travel all over the country going to races and stuff and with 2020 uh, they pretty much shut that down you weren't going anywhere to watch a a race anywhere and I told her, I said, I've always wanted to go somewhere, uh, on, on a, a hunt, go to an outfitter or go to mm-hmm. another state. I mean, I've been to other states, but nothing big. Right. And, uh, I went up to Wisconsin deer hunting and it, and it really changed my whole outlook on, on going 
and travel traveling hunting yeah. anyways yeah. and uh, you know, 2020 definitely sucked, but it, I think it changed a lot of people's lives and them, you know, seeing a different aspect of side yeah. of things, you know, seemed to give us, um, which my real job, I was still working full time, but I just was home a lot more on weekends and such. So, right. <clears throat> you know, a little bit more free time than usual and figured it was about time to try something new. Yeah, absolutely. So how did, how did you get started in, in the outdoors? So, um, the funny thing is <clears throat> when I think of, you know, typically when people say like outdoors, they're talking like hunting, fishing, kayaking, stuff like that. <clears throat> but I always say that I pretty much spent my entire childhood outdoors. Right. It was just, you know, playing soccer, playing tag in the neighborhood, riding bicycles, whatever. So my whole, <clears throat> excuse me, being outdoors was a huge part of my childhood. And I think what happened was as I got older, like played sports through college and that whole thing. And then when I graduated and it was basically like, if I'm going to get to be outside, what, how can I be outside and still enjoy being outside? So <laughs> right. that's what I started doing a lot more hiking and things like that. And met my husband and he's a big hunter. He's hunted his whole entire life. And it was not, it did not interest me in the least. I was not going to get up and sit in the cold. I wasn't going to get up early. <laughs> Like I wasn't doing it. This just was not happening. And then um, I think we'd probably been married about three years and he was outside practicing his bow. <clears throat> and I, um, you know, I was like, well, I mean, maybe I should just get a bow and then I can come shoot while you're out there. So I got a bow and then, you know, the super competitive part of me came out and it's like, well, <laughs> if I can shoot it at target, then surely I can shoot it at a deer. <laughs> and then you know it's all downhill from there <laughs> right <laughs> that's awesome um so bow hunting obviously hasn't went went your way exactly <laughs> uh well so i i did very i did well like uh the first year i was able to i got um the first year I ever killed was with a bow and um i think i ended up i think i got four total through the next few years and um it was just one of those things that I was much more confident with a gun, much more confident, you know, less tracking. You generally find them pretty quickly and, yeah, right. you know, just the, the, the nature. And for me, the thought of the longer it took me to find them, the longer they, it took him to die. Right. And so I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'll just yeah. use a gun all as well. <laughs> so yeah, it's been several you. years since I've, since I have bow hunted, but that's how I started. That's awesome. Talk about, you, you said you're from North Carolina. Talk about hunting in North Carolina and the opportunities that that brings out. So North Carolina, um, I grew up in Tennessee and as I, growing up, I didn't really, I didn't think, I, I didn't think I knew people who hunted. And I think a lot of that was because, you know, there wasn't, um, everybody wasn't posting everything they did. So like you didn't see all these pictures of deer that people had killed or whatever. Um, and I never saw deer in my neighborhood, like or anywhere in the town. As, as I got older, there started being more, but like never when I lived there. Um, so when I got to North Carolina, so really the only hunting culture I know for the most part is North Carolina. And um, it is a very densely populated state. <laughs> um, and so the, where there is land, there's a pretty strong chance somebody's already hunting it or <laughs> they don't want anybody hunting it. So it's, I would say it's fairly difficult to find places to hunt in North Carolina. Um, I mean, you can ask around, you can try. Sometimes there are leases that go up and, 
you know, or sometimes, you know, there's a, uh, uh, like a hunting club and somebody drops out occasionally, but you really have to know somebody to get in. Uh, we also have a ton of, uh, timbering. So like lots of hunting land is getting clear cut and, uh, it is what it is. You know, you make the best of it. We're very fortunate. We have a couple of friends that have some, uh, property that we're allowed to hunt the public land. Uh, we've, we've turkey hunted public land quite a bit. Um, and it's okay. It's, you know, public we haven't land. ever deer hunted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, public land mainly because like I said, I like to use a gun and I don't really want to be in the woods with people with rifles. Oh, I absolutely agree <laughs> with that one bit. I, I'm not much of a public land guy when it comes to deer either. I've been fortunate enough to have permission on some places mm-hmm. basically in my whole life. And I, I, I've went with some buddies before filming and stuff on public land. And I'm like, this is not for me. This <laughs> yeah. is not for me one bit. <laughs> it's hard. To, I don't know for me, like it's hard enough when you have a stand that is like where you go and you, it's hard enough to get something to do what you want it to do, much less when there's, oh, there's another guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, by it as yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I like to be by myself. Kendrick. Yes, yes. <laughs> and nobody else should be there. Nobody else should shoot you. Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. You know, you, you told me that you, you traveled to Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you, what do you hunt out in Missouri? Um, I've gone, we've gone deer hunting a couple times and turkey hunting a, a few times. That's, that's how it got started was turkey hunting. Um, I didn't turkey hunt until 2018. For some reason, my husband was, was always saying, Oh, you'd probably like it. And I'm like, yeah, it's, there's hot, there's ticks, there's snakes, you know. <laughs> right. And um, it's funny because I come across as a very fair weather hunter, but I've hunted in all sorts of horrible conditions. But anyway, um, <laughs> so he talked me into, we have some friends in Missouri. And uh, there's tons of, I don't know tons, but there is more public land in Missouri than there is in, in North Carolina. And so uh, he's like, come out here, you'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. And we went out there the first year and had a great experience and, was actually uh, killed, tagged out, got two turkeys the first year, and you know, that's got awesome. Hooked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Missouri turkey hunting is awesome. I, I actually went to uh, Missouri last year with a couple of buddies. Uh, Northwest Missouri, we leased a place for uh, five days or whatever oh, yeah. it was. We went mm-hmm. out there, and it was uh, it was you know there were still eastern birds that I was chasing, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm used to chasing, but right. they acted a whole lot different than I'm used to, and the train was definitely yeah. a lot different than i was used to a lot of rolling hills yeah kind of wide open not really mm-hmm. much timber and uh that's definitely not what i'm used to when it comes to chasing turkeys yeah so. and it's I, fun oh it's a blast i had yeah. a good time but it was weird because you know when you when you travel like that you, you see other laws and stuff that maybe mm-hmm. it's is not like it is in your state and right the the hunting till noon and having to be out of the woods at one o'clock turkey hunting i'm like yeah. well this sucks i got the rest of the day <laughs> <That's right. laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the nice thing see i think that's one of the parts i like about it is because we uh, half of the reason we go is to to visit with our friends so you know we get to hunt really hard all morning and then just hang out and you know chill out and enjoy the rest of the evening and go to track track meets and baseball games and it's it's a lot of fun oh absolutely it's always a good time to spend uh it's always a fun to spend a good time with friends in, yeah. in the outdoors all on oh, one yeah. trip i'm sure absolutely it's fun. So let's talk a little bit of whitetails. We'll talk okay. we'll talk some turkeys in a minute. Let's talk okay. a little bit of whitetails. You said that you don't really mess with public a whole lot. Uh, what kind of stands are you using? Are you more of like a, a fig stand person, ladders, saddles? Um, 
So interesting. Uh, we've never used a saddle, but uh, that's definitely on the docket for this year. Um, my husband, especially bow hunting, he's probably going to use it quite a bit more. But you know, he's used climbers quite a bit. But um, the main things we use are either like lock-ons with you know the little stick ladders, mm-hmm. a few ladder stands, um, occasionally a ground blind, but that's not super common do that a lot more when we go to Missouri just because we don't um we don't have the I guess time to really like put up stands and leave them because it's not our land um right. but um uh, yeah mostly either like a lock on a couple ladders and then blinds every now and then yeah definitely uh, no spot and stalk in <laughs> the timbers of North Carolina I've never I've never had any luck with that nor have I really even tried it yeah I, I know that uh especially on a turkey but uh deer you know I see people do it like on you know YouTube or outdoor channel or whatever you know like mule deer out west yeah. or you know, antelope or something I'm like I don't know how they get away with this mm. I feel like I'm just I don't know too fat I'd probably get caught <laughs> <laughs> probably it get looks caught crazy fun ground. though like I I really want to do something like that, but yeah, haven't ever, haven't ever tried it. No, I, I don't, I don't blame you one bit. <laughs> uh, what about processing? Do you, do you process your own deer or do you take it to like a meat locker or something? Yeah. Uh, so my husband, we have a friend who used to, um, like process meat for extra money. Mm-hmm. And, um, so he has the walking cooler and the grinders and all that stuff. So, um, uh, I'm very grateful. My husband just takes our meat up there and they, he, he helps him grind some up and take care of some. So we get to get ours taken care of there. So pretty much my husband and our friend do it, which saves a ton of money. Oh, ton of money. Yeah. And I did it basically all growing up. We had like an assembly line in the garage. Like somebody was cutting yep. it. Somebody was grinding it. Somebody was yep. packaging it, you know, but here in the last several years, I've just, I haven't had the time to do it. Mm, yeah. And I'm lucky enough to, to know the people that own the, the, the locker close to my house a mile and a half from my house mm. and they're very nice people that they, they have the good deals and everything. So I usually just take it. If, if I have the chance, I just take yeah. it over there. It's a lot. It, is all, yeah, it does take a lot of time. I know yeah, he spends you got lots of evenings. And, yeah. Yeah. Kids and baseball games and soccer games and everything else and trying to squeeze yeah. hunting and filming and all that together. <laughs> right. you know, yeah. It can be tough. Yes. Yes. Speaking of filming, do you, do you guys film any type of hunts that you do? We, we did one, um, well, we filmed some things, but I posted one and, um, basically we were using several of the items we had reviewed and we're like, you know, here we are. We actually use these things. Let's film this hunt. And, um, it was a successful hunt (laughs) we posted it and it did terrible. It got like 200 views. Like it still has only like 200 views. So we're like, okay, we're not doing that anymore. (laughs) So (laughs) on my channel, we don't have anything. We, um, we, um, have on a different Instagram account we have called hunt this thing. Um, we probably will post a lot more hunting stuff like actual hunting activities, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem to fare very well on the review this thing channel. (laughs) Yeah, it it, it can be a tough thing. And you know, that could be a, a a YouTube review channel in itself is just filming equipment. Oh yeah. Yeah. That could be a a niche for somebody out there. And there probably is somebody out there that Mm -hmm. does that. I'm sure there's millions of people that have YouTube accounts, but uh, that was a big thing when I was, I mean, I had never really filmed before and it was something I really wanted to do. So I went to YouTube reviewing, you know, I wanted to check out cameras Mm -hmm. and tree arms and, you know, all that uh, tripods and, 
man, it was a, it was a whole rabbit hole. I did not know that I was going to go down, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it's sometimes you just have to experiment with things, find things Mm -hmm. that you like and that you're comfortable with and you, you find your legs eventually. Yeah. And the hard part is, I mean, and like whenever at the end of our reviews, we always like, we cover like, should you buy this thing? And so much of the time, and I mean, this is true with, with so, so, so many things, cameras, microphones, whatever is like, it really depends on what you're looking for. Like what level of quality or what price point or whatever, like there's so many, like you said, so many trails available when you're talking about anything, but especially that kind of stuff. Yeah. I heard you on uh, hunt the wild podcast with Adam and yeah. uh, you were talking about, uh, you know, companies sending you things and it was kind of like a, a, a uh, you just review their deal and then send it back to them. How yeah. did all that play out? Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, it's, I have found that it's difficult. So I have uh, been able, I've connected with some people through Instagram and things like that and, uh, discovered an outdoor riding association, Mm -hmm. uh, called POMA, the professional outdoor media association. And it's a great organization, highly reputable. There's another one I'm part of called SIOPA, a couple others that are made of, um, outdoor journalists, let's say, and having that, it's a, it, it, it's credentials. Like basically it says, Hey, cause they vet you and make sure that your content is quality and that you're, you know, you're consistent and you're producing good material. And so having that makes it a little easier. People are a little more likely to, uh, to go, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You're legit here. Try this out and review it for us. Um, the first thing I ever reviewed, though, that I got sent to me to review, um, and it's probably one of my favorite things, is the CVA Cascade. There are several videos that I have on that, and um, that was the first thing. And it was pretty cool because at the time, I think I had, oh gosh, I mean like four or 500 subscribers. So like there was no reason for them to be like, oh yeah, here you go. But they're awesome. <laughs> they're great people to work with. And um, so, yeah, that's probably... I mean, I've gotten several things sent that I've been able to try for free that are great, but that was the first thing. So that's also pretty, pretty special. Was there anything that you, you, that you reviewed and you, and you just, after you reviewed it, you put the video out all of a sudden it was like your subscribers went up or your views went up and something that just maybe stuck out as somebody just happened to, I don't know, just something special that caught people's attention. Yeah. So there, there really are two that, um, one was like, what? And then the other one, so the first one back at Christmas, I guess, around Christmas of 2020. um, And this was when I just was getting started. So I was just coming up with stuff I had. And initially we were trying not to like pigeonhole ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I understand that we were just avoiding a niche. So uh, (laughs) now we are more niche but initially I was like trying to, you know, take stuff from over here and over here. So it wasn't just one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so Christmas, I was like, Hey, we've got this air fryer we've had for you know a year or so let's review it. So I posted that and like right now it's got like over 70,000 views and nice. it just, I'm like, okay, like how, <laughs> what? But I mean, it, it's, um, people love them. And like, like this year at Thanksgiving that thankfully the one that, um, uh, the one I have went on sale at Walmart and like everywhere. It was like the big black Friday thing. So like that, the number jumped up, oh, I got like I tons it. of views. Yeah. Um, so that one was cool just, but it was just kind of like, 
okay, cool. Yeah, like it <laughs> isn't really what the direction we were headed, but I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and, and when you, you put content together as a content creator, and sometimes you get excited about one thing. And you're like, this is going to yeah. do great. I yes. love it. Yeah. And you're like, what the heck? You know, yeah. why ain't people <laughs> watching this or yes. something? And then yes. you maybe put like a... You know, something that you made me think nobody even watches and like yep. you said it's got 700,000 yeah. views yeah. or whatever the other That's thing cool. um, was very delayed so I, um, there's a device the whip machine makes called the SME the sound mitigating equipment so it's basically a blast four device linear compensator sort of deal and I you know posted the review and it did okay I mean it was like four months in it had like I don't know like 20,000 views like I mean like I don't I'm, I'm building my views. But so that was like pretty good. Like I was pretty happy with that. And then sometime right around December ish. And I have no idea why it just shot through the roof. And now it's got like, um, 120 something thousand views. Like it, it went from the first four months it had like 20 total to like four months later having 120,000. So <laughs> I still don't know what happened, but I'm not complaining. So no, definitely not. Yeah. By the way, you are murdering me in views on YouTube. <laughs> it's fun though. I still it's, have fun yeah. whether people oh, are watching or not. Absolutely. I still have a blast. Yeah. It's, and that's the thing. I think I was talking to somebody about it the other day. And, um, the biggest difference I think is if you're doing something that you're like, you're trying, you, you know, you come up with this idea and you're like right. trying to do it just to make money or just to whatever. And it's just an idea that you had. Then it's like when it doesn't take off, you're like, whatever, I don't care. Right. Uh, but when you're, you know, like this, like talking to you, making videos, reviewing stuff, like whenever you're using stuff that you are having fun, like you're having fun trying out, like I'm, you know, having a blast trying out the CBA Cascade or having, you know, the Whip Machine SME or the, true like chokes I just got you know like you just have you get to shoot stuff and hunt and play <laughs> right. outside and you know and then you make a video and it's you know like you said if obviously it's more fun when people watch but still super fun even definitely if and, and I've had this conversation with so many people um actually I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day they were asking me about you know how many views I get or how many downloads I get and right. blah 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 and I'm like yeah you know such and such number but it's not really all about the numbers for me, it's almost like a networking thing. I yeah. love talking to, to yeah. people, especially in, in the outdoors and, you know, listening to their experiences. And, and I learned so much, you know, like the difference between me deer hunting in Indiana and you deer hunting in North mm. Carolina, yeah. just the differences of that. And, you know, maybe one day I go to North Carolina, I'm like, yep. hey, Adrian, you going to hook me up with some property? Or what? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit of turkeys. It seems like you uh, gravitate more towards the turkey hunting than you do the deer hunting. I, yeah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Let's just go with that. So um, <laughs> I do enjoy, like, I do enjoy deer hunting. But, like, for me, turkey hunting, it's just because it's active, you know, and, like, you can do things to increase. I mean, with you can do things with deer hunting, too. But, like, on that, in that moment you can hear a turkey gobble and you know, you can figure out, Oh, he's on that ridge. Well, let's go around this side and see if we can call, cause he'll probably come up this ridge. So let's go around the backside and see if we can call him to that ridge, you know, like there's, and then if he, if he stops, then you hear another one. Well, do you stay? Because he's probably going to come to your call eventually or do, you know, it's just very active and you can like affect immediately affect what's going to happen. 
Absolutely. I think that's why a lot of people gravitate towards mm-hmm. turkey hunting. You know, deer hunting for the most part, um, I'm not saying you're always going to be sitting there, you know, trying to stay warm for the most part or whatever. <laughs> the turkeys, you know, um, when you learn to talk their language and you start to understand what they do and when they do and how mm-hmm. they do it, um, it, it, it can be a whole nother ball game. You know, yeah. he may gobble and you're like, uh, that doesn't really sound like he's ready to play the game right, today. Right, you know, yeah, let's yeah, go, yeah. let's head this way, you know, yep. or whatever. It, it, right. It's always a lot of fun, but. And then, like you said about Missouri last year, I don't know when you were there or your experience, but like they were not trying to play ball last year. Like no. it was like, we would hear them and they'd be like, you know, hammering. And then you would like, like there was several times we saw them out in a bit in the field and we'd see like a gobbler just strutting his, his little self pretty as you please and you're calling and he's gobbling and calling and he's just walking away yeah. and you're just like what are you doing <laughs> right you're supposed i had to come a, to me <laughs> i had a bird hang up about 70 yards ish mm. uh and the hen came in the hen came in to five yards maybe i could have reached out we were actually in a blind and, and i'd oh, never wow. hunt in a blind yeah. the only reason i was hunting in a blind is because i was bow hunting turkeys oh there you and go. i don't know I, i've shot 60 65 yards sometimes and yeah. i wasn't about to shoot that far and yeah. i don't know it it went where i was at i was there the the um the first week of season and uh they were hammering where we were at we got them to play the game a little yeah. bit but nothing like i'm used to yeah. I, I go to, down to kentucky a lot mm. and those birds are so vocal and so active i mean you may fall short on a bird in the morning and you know an hour later you got another one you know you didn't even know was there and he's about to be in your lap before you know it you know that's awesome it is fun well let's talk a little bit of of turkey gear what kind of uh, calls do you you and your husband like using so i have um, a very small palette Uh, prior to figuring this out i was like i I just i couldn't use a diaphragm call because it just gagged me to death (laughs) i couldn't i was like i don't know how you do that but i'm not doing it and then i figured out the whole palette thing i um watched um you ever watch shane simpson on yep. youtube so i was mm-hmm. watching him and you know he's talking about the the different calls and stuff so i was watching this video and i'm like oh okay so figured out the whole airflow thing and um woodhaven there are several brands that make smaller calls but woodhaven makes a mini uh line there's like three or four of them mm-hmm. and they're um like perfect like i can i can use them they don't hit the edges enough to, of your palate to make you feel like you're gonna gag Right. So those, I'm practicing, I'm hoping to use it more this year. Uh, last year, I just started using a slate call. And uh, the one I got was this like cheap one. Uh, I think it was a Primo's old hen or something like that <laughs> right. uh, from Dick's Sporting Goods or something when they sold hunting stuff. And um, one one of the turkeys, the first turkey my husband killed in Missouri, I actually used that call. It was the first turkey I'd ever called in myself. Uh, and called it in from like 500 yards across nice. this big old field. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, but then I got a crystal, a crystal Woodhaven crystal call this year. So we'll see how that goes. But mainly Woodhaven, those two. Yeah, Woodhaven makes some um, some really great calls. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like they've taken the game over on on diaphragm calls. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm, I'm a huge turkey hunter. I didn't even know they were making these mini calls yeah. that you're talking about. I yeah, have to check no, these out. Great. Yeah, they're awesome. I normally don't really have a problem um, with the the gagging uh, mm-hmm. reflex on it, but I have ordered a few calls here and there, um, 
that just hit it just wrong yeah. that makes me want to gag and I'll yeah. just take some scissors and kind of trim yeah. it out yep. and get it to fit the way I want. So the cool thing with those is, because I've bought other ones and like trim the tape, like you said, but the, I guess it's made of metal or whatever, the actual right. like piece that shapes the U is, mm-hmm. is more narrow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love them. I really love them. <laughs> Absolutely. Big time. What about a vest? You, you rocking a vest in the turkey woods? Yes. So last year I wore a vest and I, I, I think I've purposefully forgotten what it was called um, because <laughs> uh, it was awful. And I was going to do a review on it like, don't get this vest, but it's not very fair because it's like a, you know, one size fits all unisex, which means it's made for like a six foot two man. <laughs> right. And I'm five four. Uh, so it was, you know, it was way too big. And I don't know if that was part of it, but um, the little elastic hooks wouldn't hold my stuff in so i lost my like 30 dollar owl hooter and lost a bunch of other stuff so anyway this year i'm gonna be using the night and hell run and gun 200 nice um and there will be a review on that but i want to use it before i review it but so far the just the way it fits because it's got like 10 or 12 different adjustment straps so it's not just like you know one strap you around your chest and you're like well that's way too big so there's all kinds of places and it's very um the seat isn't like it you can adjust how far it hangs so like you can wear it while you're hunting or you can fold it up so i'm looking forward to using it but yeah i like um it in the basement it feels feels really good (laughs) that's awesome night and hell's been in the game for a long Mm -hmm. time i can remember uh being 13, 14 years old, watching them guys on TV hunting and buying a few of their calls that I've had over the years. Actually, I think yeah. the first turkey I killed, I actually killed it with the push button call. Oh, and nice. I believe it was uh, night and hail. Uh-huh. So yep. they, they've been around for a long time. I, I would like to meet them one of these days. Maybe yeah. I need to go to the National Wild Turkey Federation convention next year. There Maybe I can meet yep. them for one, once. Yep. It's in Nashville. Yep. I'm pretty sure all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, it's in Nashville I, every year, and I think next year is like a big one for them. I can't remember if it's like 50th or 75th oh, okay. or 100 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's supposed to be a pretty big deal. Um, what about a gun set? What gun setup do you use for turkey hunting? So I have a uh, Remington 870, like Youth Express 20 gauge. And um, a couple years ago, I switched it out and put the Sure Shot stock on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that stock, it's got the, you know, like the, the cheek piece that's kind of up and elevated and it has a thumb hole stock. Um, it's all, of course, all decked out in my <laughs> camo tape. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. And, um, but the thumb hole stock for me, like that's game changer. Like that was huge. Um, but yeah, I don't have like right now, I think I have a Burris Fastfire 2 red dot on it, I think. Um, but yeah, it's, I absolutely love that setup. It's very comfortable, lightweight cause it's, you know, compact 20 gauge, but yeah, it's pretty sweet. I've heard of a lot of people. I mean, even, you know, like you saying, like a six foot two, you know, 300 pound guy. I've heard a lot of people go into 20 gauges, yeah. especially with the TSSs that are mm-hmm. out there that people are shooting. Um, you can really reach out there with a bird or yeah. to a bird and, and they seem to have, um, some good chokes that they're putting in these guns yeah. and they're shooting great patterns, even yeah. at, you know, 30, 40 yards with a 20 mm-hmm. gauge. Yeah. So speaking of great segue, so yeah. right now 
Um, there, well, we have three turkey shell videos. One we did last year, and it was comparing uh, Apex shells to other non-TSS. At I think at like at forty yards. So then this year, um, if you kept up with the National Wild Turkey Federation uh, banquet this year at all, uh, there's a new company called Verdict, mm-hmm. and so I there's a video on there about the Verdict shells, and those. The video, the shots there are 40, 60, and 20. And then I did another apex comparing the three different loads. These are all the 20 gauge. Um, Mm -hmm. at, so we did 20, 40, 60, and then I actually shot one load at 80 out of that 20 gauge. So yeah, it's, how did the, I would never shoot a turkey at 80, but no, I wouldn't either. Uh, how did those apex, uh, hold up compared to a a TSS? So they are TSS, the apex are TSS. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so are the verdict. Okay, which which yep. shell shot the best? There, they. I don't. I don't know that I have. I haven't shot a ton of different ones, but I don't know that any of them have shot bad. Like, right. If they're all four loads, so the verdict and then the three different apex did really mm-hmm. really well. Um, super good patterns at forty, like killable for sure patterns at sixty. The the one apex load I shot at eighty, like you could totally kill something, kill a turkey at eighty. Wow! So <laughs> it's ridiculous. The cool thing we did this with these two is um, I did the pattern, but then I was also like, well, that's cool, but if it's you know just kind of barely popping the target, like how effective would it be? So there's also we did a penetration test too with all those. So we had like you know stacks of cardboard to see like how 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 likely would it kill a turkey this far. Um, so it did really well though, but check those videos out. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, a- another thing that you reviewed was the Primos, uh, trigger stick. How mm-hmm. did you like that? So I absolutely love it. Um, the first year I went turkey hunting, we, I didn't have a shooting stick of any sort. I didn't have, I've never been, so I didn't know, didn't even know that was a thing. And we set up in this, like backed up into this like cedar thicket thing and a big old Tom got hung up at like a hundred yards. <clears throat> and so, you know, it could see us cause it was on top of a ridge over to our right. And so sat there for, I don't, I don't even know. It feels like forever with my hand, uh, you know, underneath my leg trying to hold it up. And, mm-hmm. um, thankfully I was sitting right beside like a little, a little tiny tree. And amazingly enough, it had a split like right where I needed to put my gun. <laughs> so we like, cut the top of the limb of the, you know, the split off and just was able to rest my gun there. So then we cut it down and I took it with me the rest of the week. But so I started having a stick. I was like, I have to have a stick because I have really short legs. So mm-hmm. like, you know, if you have really long legs, you can easily just rest your hand, you know, just prop your leg up, your elbow on your arm, on your knee. But I have really short legs, so that does not work. Um, <laughs> but I had a regular one with like the little flip thingies, you know, and you adjust it. But mm-hmm. the trigger stick is sweet. Just, I mean, you really just, you know, pull the trigger and you can adjust up or down. And yeah, it's, um, I really like it. I've had it, I guess, two years now. I, I've personally never used a, uh, a stick of any kind. I actually have a pad mm. that goes on, on my oh, leg yeah. that straps to my leg mm-hmm. or whatever. And I just, you know, bring my leg up and it's got like a V groove in it. And my barrel yeah. just rests right in that V groove. That thing's a game changer. Yeah. Cause then you, you can, can relax. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I'm a fan of uh, turkey hunting out of a chair. I don't know if you've ever tried a chair mm, out or not. I have not. Uh-uh. 
you should definitely review some chairs because there's a ton of them out there. And the one that I had for, I don't know, four or five years, I ended up breaking it actually. (laughs) I don't know if I just used it, abused it or what, but the one that I have now, um, it's awesome, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. I can't even remember who who makes it. Apex, I can't remember who makes uh, it, but or Alps, Alps, Alps makes yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and, and that's super comfortable. It, it it can be kind of a hassle to carry it through the woods sometimes, especially yeah, when was, you're running and gunning on some there birds. You go. But. That's what I was gonna <laughs> ask. I was like, dude, I was wondering if you usually have like a place where you like you're gonna sit up on this field edge or whatever, or if you're like running and gunning. So well, I mean, I it's a little bit of both. It's got like this thing, so I can collapse it and then it, i got like a hook and it hooks and then it won't come back, back oh, okay. at, apart until i unhook that thing I gotcha. and i can just throw it over my my arm but you know you're carrying a gun and decoy right. and a camera and <laughs> everything right. else you're like yeah. gosh yeah it makes it a little more difficult uh what about boots what kind of boots are you rocking so this year i just got uh their under armor hover i think h-o-v-r i think is what they're called um I needed some new ones this year because my ones I had weren't waterproof anymore. Um, those actually, <laughs> this is what's crazy. The boots I wore for like two years uh, were like an emergency. My other boots weren't waterproof, so I had to go to Walmart. So they're like Walmart boots, but they actually did great for like two years. Um, so I'm very excited to try out these Under Armour ones um, because I was looking for ones that were more like sneakers, you know, mm-hmm. like would be more comfortable and less boot-like. Right. So, um, I'm really, they're very comfortable for what I've worn them for. So I'm looking forward to like testing them out on, you know, uneven terrain and get them wet and make sure that they're doing everything. So stay tuned for that review too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've been a rubber guy. I, I, I wore rubber boots my entire mm. life, especially deer hunting, turkey hunting, whatever. In this past year, I was going on a trip to Ohio and I knew that I was hitting public land and I knew I was going to be carrying a, you know, climber and a setup through the woods going way back and stuff. And, uh, my neighbor says, Hey, maybe you ever tried hiking boots. And I'm like, yeah. no, I've never tried hiking boots. I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty stuck on my mucks. And he's like, just try it. Just try yeah. it one time. I'll even, you know, help you pick some out that you don't even have to be expensive. Yeah. I think I paid like $40 for yeah. these hiking boots. I'm never going back. I'm yeah. using hiking boots forever now, unless yep. I have to wear or cross a creek or right. something like yep. that. And yep. I'll jump before I put them rubbers back on. Because yeah. they're not comfortable. If you got to walk. No, they're absolutely no. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's no, I feel like my foot is just so crammed in there and you can't breathe <laughs> yep. and my feet are all sweating. I, 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 yep. I'm not a fan. No. Uh, I know that you've done quite a bit of reviews on um, hunting clothing. Talk a little bit about mm-hmm. some of the clothing that you've reviewed. Yeah, so we, the the main two brands, I think, I'm probably going to be wrong as soon as I say this, but I think the main <laughs> two that we've covered are QU and First Light. Um, I, those are the main two, I think. Uh, but um, it's very interesting how differently they fit. Uh, the QU seems to be a much more athletic fit, mm-hmm. you know, more like narrow legs and narrow hips kind of thing. And, of course, QU... Um, as of right now, doesn't have a women's line. Um, part of my problem, though, is most women's clothing is not, I don't know, I'm weird. It doesn't fit me at all. So nah. I pretty much have to get men's clothing anyway. Um, right. But the first lot stuff, um, most of it I've been really, I've been pleased with. My favorite thing, clothing-wise by far, are the first lot base layers. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, they're 
phenomenal, super comfortable, like amazing. I love their base layers. Yeah, I, I had never really even heard of um, um, First Light until um, I, I was actually on the Hunt the Wild podcast with Adam, mm. and he was oh, asking yeah. me what I wear, and um, he was talking how he loves First Light, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I've never, I got to look this up. I've <laughs> yeah. never even heard of this brand before because there's so many different brands out oh, there. Oh gosh, yeah. And, you know, vastly different in price. Oh, yeah. um, I'm not oh, yeah. sure why some of it is expensive as it mm-hmm. is, but that's near, neither here nor there. Right, right. <laughs> um, and it's hard, like, a lot, like, First Light, QU, um, Badlands. Like, there's so many of them, too, that you can't, that, like, Bass Pro doesn't sell. And so, right. like, that's where, you know, how many people go to, like, basically now Cabela's or Bass Pro to buy their hunting clothes. And so those are ones like, I think the first time, I don't even know how we found QU. I think my husband was getting ready for a, um, he went on an elk hunt and was trying to find a rain jacket. And I think just Googling, YouTube and, uh, found the QU stuff. But then, um, we probably were first introduced to first light on meat eater cause they're all the time wearing that stuff. But, yeah. um, it's, I mean, it's very comfortable. Um, I love, like I said, the base layers are just phenomenal. One thing we were talking about the other day is, you know, back then or back when I first got into hunting, maybe when I was younger or whatever, you know, you could go to a, a Walmart, a Royal King, a Bass Pro, mm-hmm. a Cabela's, so many different places yeah. and, and, and find stuff and, you know, maybe even try it on, you know, and right. see if it fit, how it fits you. Right. I feel like we don't have that luxury anymore. Everything's online, you know, like we don't have, I mean, I have a bass or a Cabela's here kind of close to me. And like you said, I went in there and it's like, I have two brands or three yeah. brands to choose from. It's like, well, I don't yeah. like any of this stuff. What am I yeah. going to do now? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like, it's funny. There was, uh, I forget which store it was, but there was a store that sells hunting clothing and they were like largest selection of women's clothing. And so I went in it and like, like the next day, and I, there were like three racks. Like, <laughs> woo, hey. Yeah. But yeah, like even the, even in like stores like Cabela's and Bass Pro, they've like shrunk down their inventory so much that like you may find a pair of pants and you're like, oh, those, I might could wear those, but they're like, they have six pair. And so <laughs> right. they're not going to have your size or whatever. So yeah, <laughs> it's, um, you know, Walmart used to have tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, they still have probably more than a lot they of They probably have more but, than Cabela's does, yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs> they do. uh, but, yeah, that same thing. It's, uh, I mean, I guess you could haul to the dressing room with your Walmart gear, but <laughs> I never tried that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> what about, um, you listed that you have reviewed Walker earbuds. Mm-hmm. How did those work out? So I have the... R600 silencers. Uh, so they're not the Bluetooth ones. They're kind of the, they're like a year, not a year, like two or three years older. Um, mm-hmm. I really like them. The, there are things that could be improved um, that I think they may be are changing as they make new ones. But the, the couple things that I could be better about them is they, they stick out fairly far from your ears. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if you're trying to wear a, you know, hat, um, or like a, you know, something over your ears and they can be kind of uncomfortable pushing in. Uh, mm-hmm. and then they are not selective about what they enhance sound wise. So like everything is louder. So the wind <laughs> is louder, you know, there's everything is louder. Um, but if, especially cause I also just, uh, reviewed the Tetra hearing 
hearing mm -hmm. protection. So when you look at the price difference, so the Tetra hearing does a much better job of lots of things, but they're significantly more expensive. So it kind of depends on what you want and what you're willing to pay. Cause I've hunted with the walkers for like two years and they did great. And I, you know, didn't really have any complaints other than the wind. But then now that I've tried the, the Tetras, I'm like, Oh, I don't think I can go back to, <laughs> to the other ones. Is that something that, that you like taking with you when you hunt is, or the earbuds? Yeah. Especially Turkey hunting. That's kind of how it all started. We were hunting one year and, um, we were kind of backed up, you know, like for cover. Mm -hmm. And we, um, my husband and I doubled up. So like, you know, all this shooting really close together. And I had like ringing for two or three days. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know what? I don't really like that. I'm not, I'm not a fan. So, and I really don't like the ones that like, like your headphones, headphones. Right. I don't like stuff that's on my ears because mm -hmm. then it's all hot and sweaty. And yes. So I needed, I was looking for earbuds and I fell on those, but yeah, I, um, we went snow goose hunting a few weeks ago and I wore those Tetras the whole time, like, and they're, you know, just they, cause they, you know, they <clears throat> enhance sound, but then they also like block shotgun or rifle or whatever. It's what right. I use when we go to the range all the time. Just cause you can still talk, have a conversation and still have your ears, you know, protected the whole time. You talked about, uh, going snow goose hunting. Is, mm -hmm. is that something that you've done before? Have you done much waterfowl compared to that? No, this, this was the first year. So February, no, yeah, February we went snow goose hunting. And before that we were like, we, you know, we need to like use these guns and make sure, you know, cause we've never waterfowl hunted at all. So we went on a duck hunt, um, on the coast of North Carolina, which is apparently like the place to go to hunt waterfowl in this area. Um, and uh, that was super fun. We had a really good time. And then the snow goose hunt was the, uh, was a conservation hunt. Yep. So, oh, it was so, so much fun. We'll definitely be doing that again, but that was uh, the first well, year we'd ever done it. You know, deer and turkey, it's its own thing, but mm -hmm. there's something about waterfowl. It's, it's still special to me. I've been, I've been waterfowling for a long time. It takes a backseat to the deer hunting and stuff, but, uh, there's nothing like going out there on a cold morning with your buddies sitting on the river, you know, shooting mallards or some honkers that fly by. Yeah. I, I find it so much fun, especially like all your buddies are with you or whatever. You might have a small group or whatever, yeah, but yeah. You, you know, you're talking, you're not really worried about your scent or whatever. Right. It's like, Oh, yep. here they come, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yep. Yep. It was, it was and the, the snow goose hunting. We were in layout blinds. Yep. Which I didn't know what that was, but it was just super exciting. You're like laying there being super still. And then the, we went with a guide. It was a group of people. And you know, mm -hmm. you're just laying there and laying there and waiting for him. And he says, kill him. You know, and everybody <laughs> sits up and just starts blasting all over the place. So it was a lot of fun. It was, Is that it was where, super uh, fun. On the conservation hunt, that's where you got to put the extended tubes on your gun? Yeah. Well, you could. We didn't have any, but yeah. Yeah. We're like no limit to the shells, no limit to yeah. the, the take. Like, they yeah, you see the big tornadoes calls. coming in, and it's just like, do 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 and they just yep. all drop. <laughs> I've and, never uh, been no. snow goose hunting, but I want to go for sure. It was super fun. And it's very, um, I talked about this, I think, uh, with Adam, but it's super reasonable. Like, um, I think the group we went with, and next fall, late summer, I'll post a review on them. Uh, but they were new outdoors, NEU outdoors. And they do hunts, like, from Texas all the way up to, like, Canada. So they kind of, they follow with the, with the snow geese. Right. And, um, I think per person, it was like $150 a day. 
So, I mean, you still had to get your room and your food and things like that, but you know, you don't have, you didn't have to have any, I mean, we, we counted, they probably had, we're super guessing, but like $15,000 worth of like decoys and blinds and calls oh, yeah. and stuff. It in, takes them field. hours and hours yes. to put all those decoys yes. out. So it was like $150 for me to just roll up and climb in this thing and lay there and shoot some things. It was, uh, it was definitely worth it. Definitely. We, we used to, um, when we field hunted for, for ducks and geese, we used to use those layout blinds mm. like a lot. Like I put so many miles and mud on mine that, oh, yeah. you know, you couldn't even tell really what it was after I was done with it. <laughs> and we started hunting out of, I don't know if you've ever heard of them or not, but they're called A-frame blinds. So it's basically like kind of panels that you put up or whatever with the blind and you kind of blind it in or whatever, but you can just sit in like a chair. Oh, and all you do is stand up. I mean, you, oh, okay. you, don't, you don't have to lay on your back because we, we sat in them so much and hunted out of so much. It would, I mean, it would kill me after the day is over. I'm like, man, my back is yeah. killing me today. You know? <laughs> yep. But it'd be a cool thing kind of, review, yeah. especially for I waterfowl. I haven't even, I haven't seen those. Yeah. yeah and that's they the make, fun thing is there's so many like, as I've been doing the channel, like there's more and more um, things I want to review. So it's like, oh yeah, well I need to go waterfowl hunting. Well, <laughs> we need to go. I need to go pheasant hunting. We need to go quail hunting. You know, all these things I've never done. It's like, well yeah, we got to go do that. I need to go spear fishing. I need to go, you know, bow fishing. <laughs> so it's fun. It, it's one of those things you got to <clears throat> rein it in a little bit and know, like, hey, there's time. This is not a sprint. Like there'll be time <laughs> to do all the things. So. That's pretty cool because you could experience so many different things just because you're, you know, reviewing a certain item. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, the hard thing is finding, finding time mainly, like being able to review all the things and then make an, make all the videos. Cause right now I just put, I put, I'm not just, but I put one video out a week. So every Sunday there's a new video and, cool. um, the it's, it's definitely super fun. Um, but that, the process of making one video is rather time consuming, you know. Um, and so it's, I wish I could put out like two or three a week, but jobs. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn money that I got to make. <laughs> Bills, food, gosh. Uh, what about um, goals for your 2022 hunting season? What kind of goals do you have for yourself? That's a really good question. I, um, I would, Definitely would like to, it'd be super awesome if we could tag out in North Carolina and in Missouri during turkey season. Like, that'd be awesome. Um, eventually, and then we'll, we'll hopefully go deer hunting again in Missouri. <clears throat> One of these days, I'm going to do a, a rifle elk hunt somewhere. I'd love to go mule deer hunting. Love to go pronghorn hunting. Um, maybe caribou someday, but I'd, that's a bit cold. I don't know if I can... <laughs> I don't know if I can handle all that, but, um, <laughs> I got love to do that. I don't, I don't really have any desire to bear hunt. I don't know why, but just don't, we could do that here in North Carolina, but I just don't, I don't know why, but I don't like bear meat. So I, I was talking to, to my, <laughs> right. I was talking to my wife last, last night. I think we were, I was looking through something and was showing her that the rates had dropped on this bear hunt and I was, you know, throwing my my line out there to that's see right. if i could get it to <laughs> bite right. or not and that's i'm like right. what right. about this bear hunt and she's like i don't that just doesn't seem right to me and i'm like well people do it whether oh, you yeah. like it or not that's right. I, that's right. one of these days i would like to experience uh -huh. that whether it be a, a fall season or a spring season or whatever mm -hmm. i would really like to try bear hunting sometime yeah there uh, do you have them there where you live no you we don't have right? oh okay no bears 
They're um, down east. Well, down east, that's what we call it. The eastern part of North Carolina. They have quite a few. There's some in the mountains. Um, but, yeah, they've had a lot more down toward the coast lately. Thankfully, none really a lot around us. But you should check it out. Yeah, I, don't I know. definitely have to check that out. I think there's out. a lot more. I feel like there's more open. It's a lot more open down east. Um, but more open um, public land down there, too. And I feel like the, some of the berry hunts are draw hunts, so oh, okay. it's worth a try. Yeah, definitely, shot. for sure. Uh, what about, well, I guess this kind of ties in, but uh, future states or hunts that you mm. want to go on? So my number one thing I would love to do, I will. I don't know that I can be employed and do this, is uh, I would <laughs> love to do a, uh, a turkey grand slam in the same season. Absolutely. So like I would love to like, yeah, start in Florida, go, you know, Mississippi, North Carolina, Tennessee, wherever, and then head to like South Dakota and Nebraska. And like to do that in one season would just be, and like not be like, I have a friend who did it like in a week. Like they were wow. just like hammering it. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Like I want it to be, you know, <laughs> take three or four weeks of, and you know, get to see some terrain and stuff at the same time. But that's my number one. Like I would love to do that. I would say um, that's probably going to be like my first spring when I retire. I'm yeah. going to get me, yep. I don't care if it's an old beat up RV or something. I'm yep. starting down South. I'm working my way around. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that, but I would, I'd love to do that in one year. Obviously I'd like to do it sometime, but, um, I really want to be able to hunt Miriam's. I think that's the prettiest. They, they, they um, sound the, sure. the funnest to hunt. They sound, mm. the, from what I've been told, they're very vocal. Don't matter if it's windy, raining, uh. you know, what the terrain is, because obviously you're going to be hunting them most likely in a mountainous setting Rob. for the most part. And uh, I, they, from the people that I've talked to, and I've had some some very cool guests on here lately talking turkey, uh, they say Merriam's are the funnest mm. to hunt. I, I'd love it. Love it. <laughs> right. And then like we talked about, just various uh, elk uh, pronghorn mule deer and uh as state wise i don't i don't really have a uh, all of them <laughs> <laughs> right. guess, yeah that'd be the easiest any of them all of them definitely i'm, I'm right there with you well mm -hmm. I, I definitely appreciate you coming on you know talking uh your youtube stuff talking some hunting with me i definitely appreciate your time coming on well thank you for having me it's been super fun don't forget to watch the channel definitely well thing. Tell everybody uh, where they can find you at on social and YouTube and tell us okay. what you got in store for the YouTube. Okay, cool. Uh, so the YouTube channel is Review This Thing with an I thing, not thing. That would have been fun too. Uh, but Review <laughs> This Thing. Um, also on Instagram, we're Review This Thing and Facebook is Review This Thing. Um, if you um, questions, I try on every YouTube video, uh, Instagram DMs, I try to answer all of them, respond to every comment. So... You know, I'm not one of the people who just post things and ignores the people who actually watch them. So if you have questions about something, ask, and I will do my best to answer. Um, yeah, this year, uh, just hoping to get out there, make a, make a lot of videos. Um, hopefully, if I don't get to start it in 2022 and 2023, I'm planning to do something similar to this, but have a guest reviewer and just like have, you know, like have you come on and talk about a product that you really like and you know ask you all the questions so that people would uh, there's a lot of people who know a lot of things about a lot of things i don't so if i can get somebody that has a lot of, you know a good bit of experience with a product that i don't then i'd love to be able to reach more people and answer more questions other than just what i can answer so hopefully that's if that awesome. doesn't start this year it'll be next year
Well, if you ever need a guest, I'll be up for it. Good, good. <laughs> I'll take you up on that. Don't offer yeah. if you don't mean it. No, I definitely mean it. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been on uh, three or four different shows here lately, and I, I have a blast on each one. Each yeah. one's unique and different, and, and that's mm-hmm. the fun thing about yeah. uh, podcasting in general is, you know, me and Adam actually – we we started our podcast at the same time, kind of bounced ideas off of one oh, another, cool. and uh, we're actually from the same state, not too far from one another. And uh, you know, it's cool because his personality is different than mine, mm-hmm. and vice versa. And he asks questions that I may not think of, right, and vice right. versa. But we, you know, it's cool to have that person to lean on. I lean on him a lot. Like I'll send mm-hmm. him like. For instance, like I sent you your your thumbnail for the episode, and, you yeah. know, it's like, hey man, does you think this works? Or you know, yeah, hey, was this a good episode? If not, be um, be on, and we're honest with each other, which I think yeah, makes yeah. us better at what we're doing. I think absolutely, absolutely. The cool thing about I've learned in the past couple of years of working, I guess working in the outdoor industry, um, I'm obviously on the very lower end of the outdoor industry, but um, <laughs> is it's definitely a um fraternity i guess of sorts like people want to help each other you know like you know if like you know you reached out to me on go wild which is a really cool social media app i'm on there too that i'm on go wild as adrian jessen though because i couldn't do a review this thing so check go wild out because it has no uh shadow banning and i mean you're probably on i know you're on there but your audience. Yeah, you, when you um, when you listen to this episode, that's the intro to my video we or to my podcast. We actually have a ah, partnership with Go Wild, so perfect. Yeah, uh, everybody yeah, hears so, that every week, which is yes. uh, it's awesome because I'm such yeah. a uh, supporter of them and what mm-hmm. everything that they Brad and everybody's got yeah, going. And they're it's great such a guys. Cool thing. And yeah. actually, they got the they haven't announced exactly what it is yet, but they're having like a. A, a, a archery shoot with country concerts and uh, oh, no way. food and drink beverages in, in Louisville, Kentucky, July 9th. And I'm oh, going. Oh, there you go. Heck yeah. There I can't go. wait. It's going to be fun. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, so everybody, like, you reached out and were like, hey, you want to, you know, it'd be awesome to have you on the podcast. And of course, you know, I'm like, I would love to be on your podcast. And Definitely. You know, people are just a- super helpful it's definitely a place for somebody like myself that's you know looking for unique guests or 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 whatever to find somebody you know like i've i've met people on there uh that you know deer hunt in uh massachusetts or you know turkey hunt in texas and and it's just cool to get all those different things and Mm -hmm. everybody's super nice and they always want to come on and i've i've met a lot of cool people on there that are my my friends now yeah that's cool (laughs) literally it is really neat and putting faces with names and you know whenever you know now whenever i you post something i'm like heck yeah brett way to go (laughs) uh, hey random pot (laughs) random guy you know it's (laughs) well that's cool i definitely appreciate you coming on and uh uh everybody check us out blue river bow hunting we're on go wild facebook instagram uh twitter anywhere you can find uh the podcast itself and uh i appreciate you and everybody go check adrian and her youtube channel out yes please thank you (laughs) have a good day everybody you too